$1.5 million. Indianapolis Motor Speedway owner Roger Penske says they still have hopes that 250,000 fans can attend the Indy 500 in late May. I'm Dan Byer. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Man, it feels like it's been a while since we've been together. It has been a while. Since uh, we've been able to speak with you, with everything going on in the NCAA tournament, it's been fun having those games here on the fan. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed that. That was, uh, that was cool to be able to turn on the radio, look onto our local station, and hear the games clearly. Wow, that's kind of cool, hear the game clearly. How about that? <laughs> you drive around in my car, <laughs> different places around the valley, <laughs> and hear Utah State play their game on Friday. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's great, and it's good. unfortunately it was in a loss. It was, um, and I mean we'll we'll probably get into that a lot. There there's a lot to cover in two hours today. Um, it's what happens when we don't have a show for three, four days. It felt like three days. Feels like five days, honestly. And then we have short shows. What next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Two because of the NCAA tournament. One because of a jazz game. So. Yeah, it's good to be back, Eric. It's good to see you, and it's good to be back on the show. How was Indiana? Amazing. Um, so it it was it was really funny because and like my body clock was so thrown off because I I was in Vegas, so I was in like what was that Pacific time, right? And yep. then I went to I mean came back home to Utah. It's Mountain time. Go to Indiana. So I stayed in Cincinnati, which is Eastern time, but Bloomington, Indiana, I believe, is Central time. So my body clock was just all over the place. And so I got to the arena thinking it was Eastern time, and I was like three and a half, four hours early, and we were the first game there. So um, after talking to the uh, talking to the wonderful security team, who was like, "Wait, who are you, and what are you doing here?" So because they protect that building extremely well, I was like, "I think I just lost track of time. I'm I'm here way early." And they say, and I was looking at a statue. I mean, that that place is just bronze with statues and memorials of of players and teams and coaches. Which, by the way, none of them are Bobby Knight, which is really interesting. Um, and uh, and the security guard, her name was Judy, and she's like, "You've never been here before, have you?" And I'm like, "How can you tell?" She goes, "You must be a big college basketball fan. Come with me." And she took me on this amazing tour of the whole entire arena. It was like an hour long, but she like took me everywhere and showed me all these different things and what they were and what they meant and. Um and some of the intricacies of of the building, like at night, some of the things like glow in the dark at night, so you can see them from outside. And that place is a cathedral among basketball arenas in college basketball, and you can see why. And um, it was awesome. It was well worth the trip. I'm glad I went, uh, even though it was for like a day and a half, and then I was sent home. It was interesting seeing your pictures. I mean, I've uh, I've seen plenty of ball games there yeah. on television. But they don't quite give you the full aspect of what the, not the even facility close. looks like. Oh, heck was, no. I definitely was not expecting some yeah. of the views and that you were sharing. And it was crazy because like, when, when you were in there, like inside the arena, like, like you said, you watch it on TV and it looks tiny. You go inside that place and it is massive, 17,000 large. And on a good, and usually during a good year, they sell out all 17,000 seats without even blinking. Um, 
And to be honest, 500 people there, you're kind of like, oh, that's it? Oh, geez. Uh, but, yeah, it was – I mean, you see the banners just kind of hanging around there. And then you see, like, where the bench is. And you're like, oh, that's where Bobby Knight threw his chair 50 feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's just, it, it's cool stuff like that. It was, it was so, so awesome. And what an incredible experience. I would, uh, I would definitely encourage if you haven't been there, I'm still jealous that, uh, that Al Lewis got to go to, uh, Cameron indoor and call a basketball game there in the crow's nest. What four years ago, five years ago, I believe they went to Duke and Al got to call a game there right in the crow's oh, yeah. nest. Yeah. That's amazing. So yeah, awesome experience. Grateful to have been through it, but I am so grateful to be home. I'm telling you, and I've been dying to do a show. I I could I've been just salivating for for Tuesday to do a show and, and talk with you. And there's so much to go through of of great upsets, great games. Cody did uh, a lot of great research for us. We're gonna hit through that jazz basketball. I've got questions for you, like like how good is this team really, and you know, oh, so on and so forth. And we got a great text line, the Gil Mortgage text line. Um, where you can text into the show, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Uh, Guild Mortgage will always uh, help you find a loan to fit your life. So I uh, appreciate them sponsoring our text line, Eric. Yeah, 9463 does text in. Boy, are you guys a sound for sore ears. Where's AJ? Okay, you know what? <laughs> I swear to life, you're going to get AJ soon enough because Eric's going to the Kokomos again on his monthly vacation. And leaving me here to fend for myself. So don't worry, you'll get AJ. Promise you'll get me too. <laughs> Moldy corn dog. Five three three eight texts into the Guild Mortgage text line. Um, we would like to thank Big Ten teams: Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Michigan State for participating in this year's college basketball <laughs> championship tournament. Signed, the FCP Executive Committee to protect the integrity of March Madness. <laughs> Those are actually getting to be good tests. <laughs> I'm really enjoying those. 5338 also adds, we thought the bracket said Julia Roberts signed Ohio State and Florida. Oh, boo. <laughs> yeah, how about Oral Roberts? It just did a lot of upsets generally. Loyola, Chicago, yeah. I, I dogged on them. They've Who proven didn't me dog wrong. on them, Eric? I, hey, hey I know, can you that's true. answer me this question? And well, I mean, we're going to get into a little coaching thing here in a little bit, but a guy takes a small team to a Final Four, and he's still there with that small team. And they're going on another run. What Power Five is, like, sleeping and just like, you know, let's go get Richard Patino, or let's go get this, you know, old has-been coach who was great 75 years ago but might be good now, but it still Or sucks. the unproven guy at UNLV. Let's, let's give oh, him yeah. a Power Five How position. In the world? I don't get it, man. We'll get into that in a little bit, but that still blows my mind. Uh, 9315 texts in, the recipe I have for the Aggies to win an NCAA tournament game would be great defense, low turnovers, and uh, getting and then hitting around 95% of your free throws. Am I wrong in saying this is why we lost the game? Uh, The turnovers was an issue. That was a huge – I mean, you think about it. 22 turnovers resulted in 28 points for Texas Tech. So if you do the math, that's almost half of Texas Tech's points. The, the defense was there. Uh, I guess I need to look to see what their free throw percentage was. I don't think it was – I don't remember it being no, bad. No, it wasn't bad. It was the turnovers. But the, the like, turnovers, Ashworth that is – driving through the light that lane was a problem. and then jumping through the air and throwing a pass to the scoreboard keeper when Namiya Keta had not yet cut to the hoop is a bad turnover. Raleigh Wooster 
had a few bad turnovers. I mean, it was atrocious. Uh, Aggies were 50%, 5 of 10 at the free throw line. Yeah, but that wasn't. I mean, there were so many more issues. I'm not putting it on free throws. But look, they were 6 of 8. There weren't a lot of free throws no. shot. In they, the let him, they let them play. I mean, that first round of tournament games, those refs let them play. But 22 turnovers compared to their 8? Yeah, and 28 there it points is. off That's those right turnovers. there. That's what it is. I mean, that's, I mean, final score is 65-53, so 20, so 65 minus 10, 65 minus 12, and you either have the lead or you probably win the ball game or you're tied and going overtime, something to that effect. I just, and those turnovers were atrocious. There is no other way to put it. It was not pretty. Uh, 9315 also texts in, why could Ajay not speak a win into happening? On because Friday? I'm smart and I actually put on my bracket that Texas Tech was going to win. I'm thinking logistically. You did speak of, it into existence, I, but you, okay, oh, you did it the no, wrong way, no, Ajay. No, Shame no, on you. Don't put blame on me. Oh. Don't you dare. This is not my fault. My, I was thinking about my Aggie bracket more than I everywhere. have the Aggies. I'm sorry, Justin Bean, that I was thinking about my bracket more than thinking about you. I care that I beat you, Eric, in this bracket challenge. That's what I care about. Really? Yes. You'd care more about that than if Utah State got a, their first win in 20 years in the tournament. Hey, look, even if I would have wrote down their name, Raleigh still would have chucked the ball 45 feet over to Miish's head to, like, the third row in the crowd. So, do you know what? I don't want to really hear it. Uh, another one, <laughs> couple more coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, this is from 9773. Worst part is they were unforced and dumb yeah. turnovers. Oh, yeah. 9773 is just spot on. They were, you watch, I actually went and rewatched that game and I just I just kept shaking my head like, where, where are you going with that pass? Like, what were you honestly thinking when you threw that ball across the court? <laughs> it just, and, and the turnovers got worse and they got worse. And it wasn't like, I mean, Texas Tech played physical defense on them. But it wasn't like they were forcing these. I mean, maybe of the 22 turnovers, nine of them were forced by Texas Tech. Everything else was on their own. Well, and it's not like there was a single bad offender from the Aggies. There were a lot of guys that had issues. Keta had five turnovers. Worcester had four. Anthony had five. Anthony was bad. Miller had three. Miller wasn't that bad. Uh, Anthony was bad. Like the first play of the game, Anthony drives to the baseline and then stops, wets his pants, and then is surrounded by like four Red Raiders and he has to turn it over. And I think he did it again in the second half too. Yeah, that was a that was a problem. Uh, five seven six three. Uh, the Aggies looked like they were scared. They played scared and it showed. Mm. Uh, I don't know that they were scared. Okay, like I against, against Washington, scared. I think they were a little bit. I wouldn't say. I don't know. If, it almost seems like they were scared against Washington. Like, Matisse Thibel and that defense was just wrecking their world. This game, it was just they were put out of sorts. I don't know. Well, they jumped out on them early, and they looked good early. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They actually, yeah, they did, they did jump out early. And then they had that with a five-point lead. Yeah. And then I remember telling a media guy next to me, <laughs> just before the second half was about to start, and I looked at him and I said, hey, by the way, brace for it, because that, like, that haymaker from Texas Tech is coming right now. They are going to come with a tornado of a storm, and they're coming straight after Utah State. And then they went on a 24-4 to run. Yeah. Well, I mean, so to say that they played scared, they looked scared. Look, they had turnovers in the first half, but despite all of that, they were still in the game. Yeah, and they were still leading by five at half. Eric, they were up by five or six at half, man. Uh, now, the Aggies were up by three. 
Now, is it three? Yeah. The Aggies were up 26, 26, 23 26, at 23. Okay. So, um, to say that they looked scared, they played scared, I don't know. I mean... Okay, so how do you explain that second half then, Eric? When, 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 when Texas Tech got the lead back on a few turnovers that turned into fast break points on the other side. Right, they got into trend. Because the, the, the turnovers in the first half didn't necessarily lead to transition points. Yeah. The second half, they did. And then it just became momentum play after momentum play for the Raiders. And uh, Aggies just couldn't, couldn't stop the bleeding. So they didn't put their – I mean, they didn't, they didn't quit. But what was it? They just couldn't handle it? They couldn't handle a storm like that from Texas Tech, even though they had to know it was coming? Yeah, I think they just had a hard time settling down and um, getting their own counter. Yeah. Yep, good point. It, it, the, the, the question that, raised, that was raised at the early part of the season, if Utah State needs a bucket, who do they go to? Mm-hmm. And all season long, we would say, well, in this game, it's Raleigh. In this game, it's Marco. In this game, it's Justin. It's just different guys. And that's kind of the exciting part of the makeup of this team is that it doesn't have to just go to one guy. Uh, they don't just default to one guy. Yeah. They all feel like it could be me. It could be me, yeah. That's a good but point. But the problem is when, it, when, that, when <laughs> nobody says it's going to be me, they don't. They're not feeling it. Uh, they didn't. They didn't have that advantage. They didn't have that somebody that could get a shot whenever they needed it, um, and to force force the action. So yeah. that was what was problematic when they started going on their run. Utah State didn't have anything. They just they weren't able to stop it stop and it. flip it to go their yeah. way either. I'm with you. Boy, ton more texts to. To get here, sweet. Let's love, get through them. Absolutely. Love having it come love through. It. Yeah, missed on the you guys. Guild Mortgage text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. This is from six eight zero four. The turnovers made the game very hard to watch and listen to. Uh, uh, yes, just clowning around. Uh, yeah, the the turnovers did make it frustrating to watch. Absolutely. I mean, it was just and just to watch how those turnovers were caused. Like uh, I believe nine seven seven three said, it was just bad basketball. Just bad part, just bad basketball on the Aggies part. Uh, Nine three one five texts in again. Due to Ajay not speaking in Aggies win, we may never see the big man play in an Aggie game again. But on a good note, we still did not have the most turnovers in the tournament. <laughs> That's true. Really? Did did uh, so the Aggies had twenty two? Texas, yeah. I thought Texas had twenty two. Did they beat that against uh, Abilene Christian? It was something similar. I can't, I can't remember what I was. I have to go look at it again. I think it Boy, was what Texas. What an ugly though. game. For Shaka yeah. Smart. Uh, absolutely. Uh, 9315 also adds, we had great defense in the first half. Yes, we sure that did. is true. Yeah, defensively, we were, we were, that's what kept us in the game. It was our defense. Ajay, what do you mean Miller? This is from 2409. Okay. Ajay, what do you mean Miller wasn't bad? Uh, 105 from the field, three turnovers, no rebounds. That's horrible. The guard play overall was horrible and has been every time Utah State plays a decent team. I'll agree to the that the guard play wasn't good and that it's been a struggle when they play good teams. I think it was an issue when they played Boise State. It was an issue when they played San Diego State. It was certainly an issue when they played Texas Tech. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, But again, and I think we've talked about this a couple times before, and um, I don't know if 2409 will agree or not, but I feel like Brock Miller's, like, they have him on the court for one very valid reason, and that is to play defense. Like, you are a lockdown defender, and that's what we need you for. We'll let Raleigh, Marco, Ashworth, if he plays, 
uh, we'll let them get the points, but we need you to guard their best player every time down the floor. And by the way, he's playing with like a 20% healthy of a back. So I'm going to go ahead and just lay off Brock Miller. We, we've said I get it, it though. I mean, yeah, he, he we've said it multiple times. I mean, it was horrible, but geez. if he doesn't hit a shot early, he struggles for the whole game. Um, but he's a guy that I think it's more of a mental thing. If he can continue to work on that and gain confidence in himself, gain confidence in his shot, and um, he could be a real, real weapon for Utah State, both defensively, as you pointed out, and offensively. He has that potential. He has that opportunity. Yeah. It's just it's wildly inconsistent. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. From 5338, I'm looking forward to an early retirement signed the Blue Powerade Cubbyhole cubby bin sales, sales manager. Yeah, that's true. Those little cubby holes on the sideline are so weird and they're so annoying. Well, how spread out they are. They're Dude. into the stands. Yeah, yeah, they're in the stands. That's crazy. I was like, when I was watching, I was like, wait, why is Doria sitting in the stand? They had them all spread out, like the players and everything. Well, what were people doing during the regular season? I don't know. Anyway, 5338 has uh, many more signed letters. That I just cleaned through. the cookie oven at Crumble. Please send bumper sticker sign Bob Huggins. <laughs> <laughs> And the transition well, that guy has from, definitely put on the some transition weight. from yeah he has and a beard from roided up Olympic sprinter to college basketball coach came quite natural for me signed Ben Johnson oh jeez okay <laughs> oh man uh, six five four three good question here do we resign ourselves to Utah State always being a good team in a very average conference I like the question and it's hard to disagree with him right now man. Well, the Mountain West didn't perform well in the tournament. San Diego State just all got blasted. Man, they totally jeez. But you see what up. Syracuse can do. I mean, Syracuse yes. is oh, look, and they proved it the next round as yeah, well. Yeah, I was gonna say like we can blame San Diego State, but but again, it's it's different because I I go back to the Washington NCAA tournament game two years ago when you know when the first thought came of oh well it's a zone defense. And the coaching staff and players said, oh, man, Brock Miller's going to get so many open looks. If we move the ball quickly, Sam's going to get great looks. We're going to get good backdoor cuts. Well, then you get on the court versus Washington, and it was just pure heck. I mean, that zone was just atrocious. I, I mean, there's a, there's a great meme, I think, of what it looked like. It, like. I mean, it's five players on the court, but when you play the zone, it looks like there's 12 on the court because it's just they're everywhere. And Matisse Thibel was guarding three different spots on the court without even breaking a sweat. So I think that's what – so San Diego State said, oh, it's his own defense. We've seen, you know, we've seen the 2-3 before. We, we can do this. And then all of a sudden you get out there and it's like, no. Uh, they acted like they had never this seen his own defense before. In but that's life. credit to Syracuse. Yeah, but they didn't make adjustments. Yes, yeah, so I think you do have to give credit to Syracuse. Uh, but they didn't really make any adjustments. Uh, but can I just say, there's probably uh, – there's probably nothing more infuriating for me to listen to uh, an NCAA tournament game, especially when it's a Mountain West school or a mid-major school facing a team like Syracuse. Yeah. And you hear, what's his name, Ben Rafferty? Yeah. Or Bill Rafferty. Gil. Um, just keep pouring on the love oh, and yeah. the praise Big for, tells us for Beheim and Syracuse and oh they're so good and such a good conference and oh my gosh what greatness these little guys they just don't know how to contend it's like oh will you please just stop just call the game <laughs> that, is, that was more frustrating than 
but just about so, anything for me. I, I don't know who called the Westwood One game, but I was sitting just above them, like like a row above them. And I said, oh, hey, you guys must be from Westwood One. He said, yeah. So he goes, uh, so where's Utah State from? And I was like, oh, my hell, you are calling a Utah State-Texas Tech NCAA tournament game, and you don't know where we're from? Like, just give me the mic, man. Just give me the mic. I'll do it myself then. <laughs> that, that's horrible. How do you not know where we're from? Uh, so I don't know if he said, oh, I don't know if you listened to the game and if he said Ogden, but if he did, I'm going to go hunt him <laughs> back, and I'm going to go throw him off that same row. The fan of Boney Fuller, maybe. Oh, oh geez. Um, yeah. I want to get back to 6543's comment. Um, do we resign ourselves to Utah State always being a good team in a very average conference? Look, they're, I, I don't know that I'd say that the Mountain West is an average conference. Are they a good conference? So they're not Power 5 level. They're not there. Do you rank them but above where, the Western Coast Conference, Gonzaga's conference? I, I do. Wow. I, I think... The, the the big difference is Gonzaga's a top tier regardless of conference. Sure. And that but pulls everybody else up. Um BYU's always number two or number three. St. Mary's, they just take turns. After that, I'm I'm not really impressed with the whole lot that's in the West Coast. I think the Mountain West has a, a deeper, richer basketball tradition. Um and some of these new hires are going to be interesting. New Mexico, what's happening in Nevada, uh, what's going on currently at, at Utah State. San Diego State is a perennial top 25 team. Nevada has been there. Utah State has been there. Um, and so do we resign ourselves to Utah State always being a good team in a very average conference? I, I don't know what the alternatives are to that question. I'd rather be good in an average conference than good in a bad conference. Yeah, that's true. Or bad in a good conference. I mean, is that an option? Because what would that option even be? I just, it's not, there's nowhere else they're going to go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because BYU feels the opposite about our conference. Um Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you follow Greg right. Rubel, the Mountain West, he's always finding opportunities oh, to dude. talk about how the West Coast Conference is better Criddle, than it's, Mountain West. It's, yeah, it's a constant uh, little pedestal you like to stand on. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say 9773, texting in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, Aggies had zero fast break points, and it felt like their half-court offense was not great. Yeah, their half-court offense was atrocious. And the and the zero fast break points, I give a lot of credit for Texas Tech getting their butts back on defense. I mean, they usually would have two guys back on defense, and that alone would stop Utah State. It was incredible what just how good their de- both defenses were in the first half, but how the Red Raiders defense absolutely ramped up in the second half too. Right, they knew they recognized that Keta had a significant size advantage in the post, but they did a really good job of denying any kind of an entry pass. Yeah. Keta had a hard time getting the ball. Yeah. And then they swarmed to him quickly. But and here's the thing. There's a couple He had a hard time was, doing the inside out He was mismatched on McClung. Like, McClung's like, what, 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, he's a gnat compared to Keta. Keta would get the ball inside, and he's immediately looking to pass. And I'm like, Keta, just go to work. Well, Yeah, my thoughts, too. That this, He had opportunities to just play bully ball. Just go physical, go to the hoop, force the defense to make a tough decision. And he 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 didn't. That is a that is a weakness of his game. Yeah, he likes to finesse it a little bit too much, 
uh, just go after pass it. it out to yeah. find an open guy, which isn't a bad trait to find an open guy for a three. But there are times when you've got the position, you've got the length, just bully ball it, just yeah. go to the hoop, go to the rim, yeah, throw it down. You're either going to get fouled. And, and teach McClung, don't guard me again. Or don't if they block it, on me again. good on them, yeah. but go physical and just big Draw boy. Foul. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, five eight six zero. We know USU travels well. I think we had like eight traveling calls. Yeah, I think <laughs> what, what there's like three on Marco, one uh, on it's clever play on words. Yeah, uh, two on Ashworth. I think one on Ashworth, one on Keta. Um, I know. I think Alfonso had one. Yeah, I mean it was a mess. Brock had one too. Yeah, it, it was atrocious. It was bad. Like the traveling. I mean. And it wasn't even Randy McCall refing the game. That's what that was what was amazing. Randy McCall wasn't even refing. And we set like an NCAA record in travel calls. Uh five seven six three. Uh some of Miller's bad shots were essentially turnovers. Yeah, well that's usually what happens when you <laughs> miss a miss a shot and a ball clings off the rim and like a current Long rebounds. Chrome's right next to, next to a TT player, and he's like, oh. Yeah, long rebounds break. can uh, turn into transition buckets if you're not careful. Uh, 9315, do, 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 do. What can or should the Aggies do to win a game in the NCAA tournament next year? And I think we should be able to win one or two games in the NCAA tournament at least one or more, more times in four years. What do you think? What can we do? Well, um, get a better draw? Certainly that helps. Uh, that was Stu Morrill's problem for so long. He had great teams, but he was, always had these really tough draws. Yeah. He was always going up against some of the best teams in yeah, college basketball. Yeah. And he would push them to their limits, but... Um, Can never get over the hump. Yeah, I, I think a, a more favorable draw helps. Um, I think there was a lot of youth and inexperience on this year's team that's going to yeah. be coming back. Yeah. Um, I, I think identifying somebody that can break down a defense... That's easier said than done. I know that. But somebody who can create their own shot. And I know our listeners have said this too. I don't know what texter it was, but it's we got to find someone who can score. Just like when you're down eight and you need that bucket, one guy who's going to get you that bucket no matter what. Like Sam Merrill was that guy last, right? He was a year, he was, but before the year that or the year before that, he was that guy. And then the year before that, it was Kobe McEwen. You need a guy who's going to get you a bucket, a bucket getter. That is all like when you have the ball in his hands, you just go four flat, spread the court, and say it's ISO me and him, and I'm going to score for us. We didn't have a guy like that this year, and that killed us in a l- quite a few games. Boise State, San Diego State, Texas Tech, definitely. Um, yeah, that absolutely killed. And Colorado State, by the way, at home, I think, in game two, that hurt us. So, yeah, it's a problem. Uh, 9463 in basketball. It doesn't really matter what conference you are in, at least outside of the tiny ones. If you're in the Mount West Conference, it's a guarantee two or three teams will make the tournament. So it really doesn't matter in basketball. It matters a lot more in football. Uh, I get what you're saying. I don't know if I fully agree with it. I feel like it doesn't matter in basketball because you are the Mount West Conference. And I mean, we only got two teams in. Because Utah State was able to get through to the championship game. Other than that, we would have had one single team in. Utah State wasn't going to the tournament. Uh, th- there were going to be two teams from the Mountain West. No way. Yeah. Whether it was Utah State or Colorado State in the championship game. I guess, yeah, because Colorado State was, what, like one of those first four out yeah. or whatever. 
replacement teams. The Rams teams. would have gone. Yeah. Uh, eight, nine, six, eight. Gonzaga is a great big toad in a very small puddle. Yeah. They're, like a, they're an alligator. Uh, 9315 adds to that, too. The West Coast Conference doesn't hold the candle to the Mountain West, but they do have a national powerhouse. You know, it would be interesting to look. I need to just, maybe intern Cody can uh, look at this. You, you take out the uh, the high and the low. You look, look at the net rankings. Take out the number one team. Take out the, the, the very bottom team. Throw out your extremes. And then look at everybody else in the, the net rankings between the West Coast Conference and the Mountain West. And average them, you know, where, where would you be? I think the problem with the Mountain West is that there are several teams at the bottom that were really bad this year. Yeah. San Jose, Air Force, New Mexico, they drag down everybody else. So probably this year may not be the best year to run that exercise. <laughs> but if you take out Gonzaga from the West Coast, BYU is a, a good high in the net. Um, but what about everybody else? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to run the numbers on that yeah. and take a look at it. But but if you eliminate just that, that one outlier with Gonzaga, and they are an outlier when you compare them to the rest of the, the West Coast Conference, then I think you can compare West Coast to Mountain West. And how well do they compare? Uh, no, that's a good point. Five seven six three. Got to figure out how to stay out of scoring droughts. Hey, didn't we combine for like a ten minute scoring drought? Is that right? Uh, it was close to that. Like, yeah, well, like it's been a both long teams, time. Both teams like had like a. It was almost like nine and a half minutes. But then field goals Texas were hard Tex, to come by in the second half. Or like Aggies was like six and a, I mean it was a joke. And then they couldn't hit. I mean Raleigh had three good looks at a three, and couldn't make one of them. Brock had a good look. Marco had a good look. Alfonso had a great look. Like nothing was going in. Yeah, I, I agree. Those those scoring droughts kill the Aggies. Nine seven seven three, and then we'll go to break. At least the national media had the hots for Keta, but saw the Mountain West Conference as the unpopular girl in high school. That if you got caught talking to, you lose your street cred. Hey, you ever seen Never Been Kissed, dude? That girl. I mean, she's the nerd girl, right? But dude, she's she's the hot one at the end. I'm just saying. Uh, 8968, no, without contact again, the West Coast Conference does not compare to the Mountain West at all. Ooh, I think without Gonzaga again. Sorry, maybe that's what he meant. Um, I would agree. It's a good point. It's a great point. And by the way, yeah, you're right. Keta is the 9773 is right. Keta is the talk of the Mountain West, or I guess of the country, especially with the most recent recognition today. Um, but I love that. Mount West Conference is the unpopular girl in high school that you get caught talking to. You lose your street cred. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yes, Nimi did get some good national attention in the tournament, and uh, deservedly so. He had a good defensive performance. Certainly not his best offensive game, but it wasn't too bad. But a lot of attention to what he's doing defensively and uh, nationally taking notice. Big announcement today. Uh, he is a finalist. There's only four guys that have been named as finalists for this prestigious award. We'll talk about that coming up next. And love to continue to get your texts coming in on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. 
This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. It's the Cash Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, presented by Anderson Seed and Garden. It all happens this Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Ice Center. Well over 100 vendors with garden, concrete doors, windows, pest control, landscaping, cabinetry, home remodeling, solar information, tree care. The list is endless. Food, fun, and kids' activities provided by the United Way of Cash Valley. Free parking, easy access, and so many ideas at this year's Cash Valley Home and Garden Show at the Eccles Ice Center this Friday and Saturday. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's punch passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's punch passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Hunkered down and staying put, but still need help with Medicare? We can help in person, over the phone, and electronically. We are still your health insurance specialist. If you turn 65 or planning to retire soon, give us a call at 752-9493. We will provide you with information you need and answer your questions. As your local agency, we're here to help for years to come. At a distance just for now. Call 752-9493 or visit our website, lssins.com. Westwood One is your exclusive home for the 2021 NCAA Tournament. It's only fitting that a season unlike any other comes to a conclusion in the most unique circumstances. From 68 teams down to one, all in the same state. Every basket, buzzer beater, and bracket buster until a champion is crowned. Who will take home the title? Tune in to find out. All the excitement of March Madness right here. On Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Over 800 businesses were nominated in this year's Best of Northern Utah contest. Presented by Thermal Fisher. Voting is still going on. It's going on for uh, about another six days. It ends on Monday. You have Does Monday it really? to vote. But Monday's the last day to vote. So make sure you make your vote known. Let you know, Get in there. You, have, uh, you can cast 10 different votes every day in different categories. Um, so when you go through the different categories, you select the business that you really love, and whether it's best breakfast or best insurance agent or, you know, whatever. A lot of different categories that are there. And um, you submit your vote, and then it kind of keeps a tally there on the right-hand side. And then once you've got to 10, then you hit cast or submit ballot. Make sure you do that. You cast your votes, so, and but make sure you cast your ballot so it counts. And you can do that uh, once a day. Uh, you can do it actually... You can do it from your phone, you can do it from your desktop at work, or you can even, and even do it from home. So once per day per IP address, giving you some insider secrets here to help you out. But uh, bestofnorthernutah.com is presented by Thermal Fisher, and uh, they're still still hiring, still trying to fill a lot of uh, job openings. 
But uh, it's still going until March 29th. You can vote every day. Cast up to 10 votes a day. Bestofnorthernutah.com. Uh, IJ, certainly when we're hugging about best of here, uh, Namiya Keta is in the running to be the best defender in America. Uh, the Naismith uh, group came out today. They narrowed their finalists for Defensive Player of the Year. It's narrowed down to four, and Nimi is among those for uh, the Naismith Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's uh, there with Baylor's Davion Mitchell, Alabama's Herbert Jones, and USC's Evan Mobley. Um, uh, we've been able to see some of these guys in the tournament. He's up against some pretty stiff competition. You know what's crazy? Like, I was looking through some numbers. Thanks to Kyle Cottom on this one, by the way. But some of his numbers are just mind-boggling. Like, okay, so he has the NCAA best of this year, 97 blocks. He's one of three guys in the nation with 90-plus blocks. The 97 blocks, he broke his own record by 13 from his freshman year. He's 219 blocks, and now that's his career total. Uh, He beats Gilbert Pete, who had 155. And it's tied for third most in Mount West Conference history. He's one of five players in Mount West Conference history to record 200-plus blocks in a career. Uh, he, broke, he broke the Utah State single-game record for blocks versus Colorado State in the tournament. Uh, his 31 steals was second-best on the team. He led the Mount West Conference and ranked second in the nation in total defensive rating with 80.6. He led the Mount West Conference and nation in defensive win shares at 2.9. He led the Mount West Conference and nation in defensive box plus-minus. At 6.9, he's the only player this season in the Mount West Conference to average a double-double. Uh, he's the only player in the nation this year with 75-plus assists and 95-plus blocks, one of 10 since 92-93 to surpass 95-plus blocks and 75-plus assists, which, by the way, he joins uh, Tim Duncan in that category. And he's only one of two NCAA players since 92-93 to finish the year averaging per game 14.5-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, 3-plus blocks, 2.5-plus assists, and 1-plus steal. My freaking gosh. Like, do you need any more of a resume to say, hey, this guy is definitely it? Are we looking for more? Besides, the, if we're looking for team success, we're screwed. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But, I mean, if it's an individual award, which it is, Keta's my guy. Definitely such an impactful player. Mountain West Conference Player of the Year, from those who know what they're doing, uh, and rightfully gave him that honor. Um. I mean, look, these other guys he's going up against, they're they're good, too. Yeah. They're good players. Their teams have had success, and they're still playing in the NCAA tournament. But uh, Keta's career has been amazing. And what he's done this season Incredible. is insane. I, and I've been hearing some people saying, oh, he's not NBA ready. He needs to come back for another year. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to take over a game or play physical in the post. He's not NBA ready. Those are the same people who watch Animaniacs and Cartoon Network every morning. <laughs> hey, don't knock on the Animaniacs. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. Overrated cartoon. Look, I think Keta still has room to grow. I absolutely agree with but that. That's, he'll but get his there. stock, yeah, I don't know that it's going to get higher. Yeah, the fair. risk of coming back another year and missing out on an opportunity like he has yeah. now, I think he's going to go to the NBA. I As think he he'll should. be drafted. Yep. I don't know that he's a first-rounder. No, he's not. Mm-mm. He's a second-round pick. I think he's a second-round guy. But there's nothing wrong with being a second-round pick. No. You get paid. Yeah. I mean, the NBA has shifted from, if you're that tall, you need to be able to step out and hit three-point shots, with the exception of Rudy Gobert. 
Um, and there's a few other guys defensively that that don't do that, don't stretch the floor. But Keta showed in that better. game against Texas Tech, he's got a mid-range yeah. game. He's gotten a lot better at it than he was three years ago. It's just crazy. The kid from Portugal that Craig found is now a defensive player of the year finalist in the country. Never crossed my mind my like his freshman year. I would have never thought that we'd be here. He's got a great bounce in the step. Very athletic. Oh, man. And do you know what's great about him? And how he blocks the ball, keeping it inbounds and keeping it with his team. Unless the one he swatted like five rows into the sands against Texas Tech. <laughs> Holy cow, he blocked that. And then yeah, he, but that's, sometimes you need a statement block to get in the head of your opponents. So maybe I'm wrong when I say this, and i and and, and I got to be careful. But I swear, on the one that he got him a clunk from the effects, Mike, maybe you can help me out or our listeners can help me out. But did he say... Get that sh- out of here. <laughs> and then he just kind of walked away and he shook his head. And I was like, down eight, but okay. I like the swag, man. Like, it's good. He just has so much confidence in his defensive ability. And there's another great play. I loved what he did. Um, you, you can see Texas Tech was trying to bring him out on the perimeter and then allow guys to go ISO and drive on to, to get to the hoop with Keta not being there. I think on one of them, I think it might have been McClung. It might have been somebody else. But he, but he drives him, and he gets past Raleigh, and looks like he has a clean look to the hoop, and Keta, like, knows what's coming, gets to the hoop before he does, and then blocks a shot on the backboard. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it like those go-go gadget arms Yeah, dude, he's, 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 crazy. he's stupid good. You know, uh, Eric, I was looking at some of these text messages we got from 9315. Is anybody worried that he didn't play bench players for Nimi in the last two games. How does that affect us next year? 2409. I think next year is even more frightening than this year. Uh, he says, obviously, Coach Smith has no confidence in the guys who are on the bench, or he would have played them during the conference tournament and the Texas Tech game. The fact that the bench only played a total of 10 minutes tells quite a tale. 8798. Aggies won't win very many basketball games, turning the ball 20 plus, turning the ball over 20 plus times. A game, 50-ish turnovers between their last two games. Eric, I think the question needs to be asked at some point, and I think Aggie Nation wants to know from us, what does next year look like for the Aggies, and how worried should we be? Well, I think one thing we know that um, it looks like Craig Smith's going to be back. Let's get that out of the way first. Are you sure he's not going to Utah? Over the weekend. Boy, Utah and really on Monday, loves Craig Smith. I mean, he's... Monday, there were rumors swirling that he was going to meet with uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, but later in the afternoon, they announced Ben Johnson from Xavier was going to be their new head coach. So I, I think if there was any school that may be able to pull him away, that would probably be the one. Otherwise, most other power schools would want to see, my opinion, They'd want to. They're not going to take a chance on somebody who hasn't proven they can win in the tournament at least once. Craig Smith has proven he can get to the tournament, but he has not yet proven that he can win big games in the tournament. Um, so I think I think it's pretty safe he's going to be around for another year. So is it a fair job? Like, is it a fair job? Tim Durie doesn't get to the tournament; he gets canned. Craig Smith doesn't gets to the tournament. I mean, asterisk, not asterisk, but literally, I mean, technically three years in a row. Yep. Two years they play. Um, and all of a sudden, he's he's not good enough to get a job. Because he can't that. win a game. I think that he's going to be on some people's lists. They'll talk to him. But I think when push comes to shove, 
those ADs and those fan bases, those booster clubs, will say, we want somebody who has been a part of a staff that's won in the tournament or has won as a head coach in the tournament. 9315, Aja was one of the people leading the charge on Smith leaving. Uh, on the show, yeah. Uh, on Twitter yesterday, no. I think I was pretty clear in my stance. That, yeah, I mean, there was a couple reporters out there so they were saying that he was gone, he was going to go to Minnesota. Um, I was one of those to deflect that very quickly from what I had heard. So, now, did I think, I think before? Absolutely I did. If Minnesota had an opening, and that's where Craig's family's from, that's where his wife's family's from, it's kind of a go obvious thing, right? Your home, it's a chance to go to your home state, make a lot of money, and just within driving distance of your family. I, it'd be crazy not to think it, that. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, but I think yesterday, after I talked to some people and heard some things, it was obvious uh, that he wasn't going to go. He was going to stay here. And that's and and you know it's people are gonna say well, why does he want to stay here? I mean this is his chance to go. You know what? Some like I, I think we've talked about it before, and I've said it before. Sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side, and that might be the case here. And it, and the, I mean, it's obvious, right? He loves Utah. He loves Cash Valley. He loves the people. Loves the university. Brian Dutcher didn't leave San Diego State, given yeah. the opportunity. Do you think that Mark was few has a, not left? Gonzaga do you think that was more of a leverage pull from Dutcher? Uh, sometimes that happens. He's like, hey, they want me. They like me over here. And then the Aztecs are like, oh, hold on. What do you want? How much do you need? Let's get you taken care of. Oh, okay, cool. See, I wasn't going anyways. Just, I mean, that's how it can go. Um, so, yeah. I, I want to get back to another point that was brought up by a couple of our texts here on the Guild Mortgage text line sure. about the bench. Uh, yeah. Concerns about next year because of... 2409 was spot on with this. The bench. Um, I was I was surprised that we didn't see more of the bench Ashworth. in the Colorado State or San Diego State game, and we didn't see much of the bench against uh, Texas Tech either. And earlier in the year, we were raving about the depth of Utah State how how many options they have at different positions, and they have a good good bench here that can give starters good breaks. But Aj, it's not uncommon for coaches in these big games to go with a tight rotation, to just go with the guys they have the most trust in. That's true. But at the same time, when you got Raleigh just missing an open three, three of them, um, Brock's not even 20, like 30% healthy. Uh, I mean, Keta played all 40 minutes. I, 39 and a half. Uh, but I just, I don't understand why Ashford didn't see more minutes. No, they have him listed as 40 minutes. Dorius, so he, okay, yeah, because he set off for like 45 seconds or something to that effect. He set off for just a quick minute. Right, yeah. So someone could foul, then he went back in. Yes, that's right. But, uh, I mean, Ashworth, I, I thought he would have been fine in this game. I thought Shulga would have been fine in this game. Well, Ashworth played 16 minutes. It's not like he didn't see the Did the Ashworth court. play 16? Yeah. Didn't seem like it. It didn't, he didn't seem like he it. He didn't do much with that 16 yeah. minutes. Well, Shulga, I thought no Shulga points, should have played rebounds, a little bit more. No points, three rebounds, one assist. Shulga was he, he's listed at zero minutes. You know, he he wasn't on the floor. Did he very come long. out for like thirty seconds? Yeah, committed a foul and then he. Yeah, went back. Uh, you could tell he was a little irritated. Half going on the court with about forty seconds left, he wasn't really thrilled about that whole idea. 
Yeah, absolutely. But wait, what is the bench next year? What's the team look, look like, like next year? year? Craig Smith, he's he's going to be back. Uh, what other options are there out there for coaching vacancies? Would he make sense going to those other places? I don't think he goes anywhere else. I think Minnesota Indiana, was the only one who was sniffing. Marquette, Utah. They're looking for splash hires. And in fact, I don't you, think he's going to those Utah, places. Utah, I think, has got their hire. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, you and I talked about it off the record, but I think Utah's got their guy. Well, if you look, there's a lot of Twitter chatter that um, is looking very hard at Alex Smith. Alex Jensen. Alex, excuse me, Alex Jensen. He's another Utah guy. Alex Jensen on the Utah Jazz coaching staff. Was part of a great run under Coach Majerus, but look. Uh, so let, we can put that aside. Coach Smith will be back. So who else will be back? Uh, who will be gone? I think Nimi's gone. Nimi is gone. Yeah. Um, Alfonso I'm, could leave. He could come back. What do you do with Barstow? I mean, what does Barstow do with? Sorry, his spot. He went from playing major minutes to fracturing his wrist to being buried underneath the depth chart. But I, if. I can I, see I think, him going. I guess him saying, look, I can't get on the floor now. He's the type of guy that if he can get a little more confidence and settle down, I really like how he can help the team because of his length at the because his position. Raleigh, Shulga, Ashworth are all going to play. Uh, am I missing any other guards? Brock Miller will be back. Brock Miller will be back. Well... Marco we will he, be back? We think Brock will be back. I don't know if his back is going to let him come back. I mean, he's in bad shape uh, What towards like the second half of the season. I hope he does, but man. We'll be speaking with A798, Brock Miller, even when healthy, is the most inconsistent shooter in the nation. I don't know about that. But. I don't know about in the nation, but Maybe in the he, can be, he can be inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. Um. Jeez. That's tough. Nine seven seven three. You have to put in new blood, even if unproven. If you have sixteen turnovers at halftime, I agree. I absolutely agree. It's, you have to try something different. Uh, nine three one five. Don't some guys need some break in a game? Sam Merrill didn't. He was able to gut it out for I mean thirty nine minutes plus in three straight championship or three straight Mountain West Conference tournament games. Keta was great. Keta was fine. He's willing to play every minute, and I think that was kind of more of like, look, it's your last game. Let's just go. I mean, go at it. Right. Uh, another point from nine three one five. I think Aggies national uh, with Spectrum Magic has a huge pull on keeping coaches. I'd agree. I'd agree. I think I think that kind of an atmosphere. Our, our just our Spectrum Magic's incredible. It's a it's a destination location. Yep. Um. Yeah. I I think that there there are some exciting things with. Guys, younger guys who who played significant minutes this year, who will be back more time, another NCAA tournament experience that these guys can build upon. But really, honestly, it's it's uh, filling those few holes that that will exist. And what is the non conference schedule that they can put together? Those are the two biggest things for me about how well Utah State might be able to get back to the tournament next year if they have an opportunity to be tested. If they have an opportunity to play really good competition, um, and then also get a better net ranking. So, as we talked about, get a better seed, more favorable matchups. Those all matter. Yeah, we're not done with this conversation, but we got to go to break. So, we do love the conversation, love the text coming through. A lot of uh, uh, listeners wanting to weigh in. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Love to get Keep more on the Guild Mortgage text line 435 339 0321 right here on the Full Court Press. 
The Elements lunch menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements wood-fired pizzas and calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more, lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit theelementsrestaurant.com for reservations. I'm Sean Hamblin, the Serta Mattress Rep for the state of Utah. Because Fisher Home Furnishings is one of our premier Serta dealers, we've given them an exclusive offer. Fisher's has agreed to take two truckloads and liquidate all remaining last year's premium Serta mattresses. You'll save $300, $500, and up to $1,000 on these premium Serta mattresses. This is a one-time offer and will only last as long as the inventory is in stock. Special no-interest financing is available. Two truckloads directly from Serta, $300, $500, and up to $1,000 off on these two truckloads of last year's premium Serta mattresses exclusively at Fisher Home Furnishings. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. It's that time of year again. As you look out at your lawn, you will see lots of matted down, dead-looking grass. It's most likely snow mold. Simply take a leaf rake and give it a good raking to fluff up that old grass. By doing this, the sun will bring it out of dormancy quicker. For more helpful tips for your yard, go to the Lawn Doctor's Cash Valley Facebook page to schedule lawn services. Go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com or call 753-LAWN. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Does anybody want breakfast? Guys, let's go. I'm leaving for McDonald's in five seconds. Why do you start with that? The Breakfast Stampede Meal. It's only at McDonald's where there's a meal for every morning. Get the delicious hot and spicy McChicken Biscuit and Chicken McGriddles, two for three bucks. Thirsty? Get any size Coke for just one buck. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Ajay has his mouth full of... Hey, 9948. Spud nuts. This is Candy Cane. And I'm here to make your wildest dreams come true. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not that kind of a show, kids. <laughs> yes, 9948, you're listening to the fan. Welcome. Yeah, if you'd like to text in, yes, you are texting your radio station. Dude, that was a... <laughs> Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Radio station. We shouldn't be laughing. Sorry. Welcome nine nine four eight. If you are meaning to text our station, we're great to, grateful to have you. You are. You have been received. You have been accepted as part of our band. Nine three one five. Text in. Will they take any guys from the portal for next year? I. They'll look. They got to look. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. Every coach at every program looks. Absolutely. You'd be irresponsible if you didn't. Yeah. 
every team, if they have a chance, they feel like they can get better, they got to go get a guy. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, more coming up next hour. Utah Jazz, how have they done since the last time we were here? And more talk about the NCAA tournament. Some Chris crazy week. We'll update you next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. And then there was one. Michigan was able to hold off LSU last night and keep the Big Ten title hopes alive. The conference came in with high hopes. Nine teams, including two number one seeds, Illinois and Michigan. Two number two seeds, Iowa and Ohio State. They're all gone except for the Wolverines. Disappointing run. The tournament's in Indianapolis. Not exactly a home game, since Indiana's not in the tournament, but still Big Ten country. These teams have no excuses. A Big Ten team hasn't won it all since Tom Izzo and Mateen Cleaves led Michigan State to the title back in 2000. That doesn't mean they haven't had close calls. The conference has had a team in the final game seven times, but they've come up short every time. We'll see if the Wolverines can snap that drought. But so far, this NCAA tournament has had most Big Ten fans wondering how long until football season officially starts. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their Hybrid Ceramic Wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's Hybrid Ceramic Wash and Wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's Ceramic Made Easy. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X, with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Our business has been family-owned and operated since 1970. We encourage you to shop local, and we promise you'll experience the Daryl's difference with us. Don't forget, we guarantee the lowest price on Whirlpool and Maytag appliances. We also offer financing on all appliances. Remember, shop local for the best-selling appliances in the business, Whirlpool and Maytag. Plus, you always get Daryl's outstanding service, Daryl's West on Airport Road. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. Winter is the perfect time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence help you with venom testing for next spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurance, including SelectMed. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880. That's 753 753- 37880. The home for Sports Talk Radio. KLGN Logan. 1069 FM. 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. While the number of lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson has increased to 16, the big news comes from his attorney, Rusty Harden, who noted that his firm has strong evidence proving one accusation to be false and claiming it calls into question every single claim. He accused attorney Tony Busby of creating a circus-like atmosphere throughout this process via his use of social media. 
Oregon State President F. King Alexander submitted his resignation amid backlash stemming from his time as the president at LSU during the Les Miles tenure. Joe Flacco has agreed to terms. He'll be a Philadelphia Eagle. Mike Garofolo reporting the medical staff of the Giants is concerned with Kyle Rudolph's foot, thinking it may require surgery. He's not yet signed his deal with the team. Six games tonight in the NBA. Kicking off this hour, Denver in Orlando, the Knicks hosting Washington, and the Lakers at New Orleans. The Pelicans will be without Lonzo Ball. I'm Ralph Irvin. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, Ajay, I've got to know, when you were in Indiana, yes, uh, my love. How, how many Ringmaster references okay, no. did you get? No. Or none. were there more deflator no, because they, references? Oh, you know, and you... I'm just curious. You adding deflator. Guys, no you're one a famous ever even person. agreed to deflator. No one... Leon Rose did not agree to deflator. Nobody did. Because you're a famous person out there. People own. recognize no, you know, is, your persona. It is Jinxie or Salvi Top, which is now my new nickname Wait, for what? Salvi Top. So I created Salvi Top University. Salvi Tot. Yes. It's like Tater Tot, Salvi Tot. So here is what I've done. I am currently in a bracket full of Aggie fans, and I am in the Sweet 16, even though I was a 15 seed. And uh, I am looking spicy right now. I am the Oral Roberts of this bracket. Wait, how is it you're advancing? I'm getting is- votes. I get votes. I was including one of the great Aggie, um, Aggie Twitter people of the Aggie world. Of course, you know, me. Um, and so I thought I should come up with a nickname. And I was going to do Ringmaster. And I thought, no, that's sacred just for our wonderful listeners and for you. Um, I was gonna do Jinxie, but I figured out that was for special occasions. One nickname's not enough. You need like three or four. So I decided to go with Salvi Taught University, and I am in the Sweet Sixteen, and I am thrilled about it. It's not just Salvi Taught; it's Salvi Taught University now. Yes, yes. We accept all people. We uh, we have great lunches, tater tots included. Um and. Uh, we have a great basketball program. And oh, and we're playing Moonball. We have a Moonball team right now, and they are dominating the field. Huh. What, the moon. What, what's your financial aid situation like? Uh pretty good. Pretty good. Um we're we're looking solid. Yeah. We could use a little bit more donation. We could use a little more <laughs> need a bigger money. endowment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bigger endowment. So uh, if you want to donate, uh, go to uh, salvitot.org or you can find me on Venmo. Is I'm this the like president. a technical institution, a research institution? It's more of a... Where it's uh, like a teaching university? Yeah, it's more of the ethnic teaching is what it is. Yeah, ethnic teaching. Agricultural? Um, There's a lot of variety out no, there. No, no, more... Uh, you know, diverse... Diversity College. Okay. All Go right. support our Moonball team. And uh, if you want to donate, you can send it to, uh, I'm the president of the university, so go ahead and just Venmo me the money. <laughs> it's your fault. That's so your fault. 9948. 
Hey, uh, he nine nine four eight. Welcome to the uh, to the Gil Mortgage text line and to be a part of our show. We're grateful to have you nine nine four eight. He's gonna add us to our context. When you put us in our context, put Jinxie. nine three one five. A very appropriate text oh, no. here on the Guild Mortgage text line. Ajay nickname Ajay's nicknames are like the Utah weather; it changes by the minute. <laughs> No, you guys change. My just, nickname. just wait you a few minutes and the you'll have e- all four seasons. Leave me alone. This time of year, bullies. You're in Utah. Uh, so, a lot of the discussion last hour was about the Utah State appearance in the NCAA tournament. Where do they go from here? Nine four six three. I didn't understand a single word that Audrey just said in the past five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just got a donation for a dollar from Tony. Thank you, Tony. It's contributing to Every dollar endowment. matters to Salvi Tot University. Salvi Tot. Uh, so the <laughs> Aggies, look, this is a team that uh, featured a lot of newcomers, and they still got to the NCAA tournament. That speaks volumes to Craig Smith and his staff and the guys who came back from a year ago. What will it look like next year? It's really hard to predict Like who's going to stay, who's yeah. going to go. You have the opportunity to stick around an extra year anyway. It doesn't count against your eligibility. How do they handle that? Um, will they explore the transfer portal? You know, how do they replace Nimi? The question last year was how do they replace Sam? And they collectively replaced Sam. So how do you cl- replace Nimi? You may have to do it similarly. You collectively replace him or you have to slightly change your game plan. But uh, what's currently in the wheelhouse? Which of those guys decide to come back? Uh, who decides that they want to transfer to go somewhere else for what they believe may be a better opportunity for them? There's just at this point, Ajay, it's just really too early to tell. Yeah. But that being said, there were there's a good number of of younger guys on this team who did play significant minutes or or at different times had significant opportunities to help contribute to the team, and I, I think that really gives me encouragement that Utah State should be an upper tier team in the Mountain West next year. Do you think that's a possibility? I mean, without Keta, who's been, without a question, the most important player for this basketball team, with his absence, do you still think we can be a top-tier basketball team? Or, I mean, what do we need? I mean, we, we know we need a big man, but we got, we got Dorius. Um, I don't know if Fonz comes back or if he decides to move on. I don't blame him if he, he graduates, and I don't know what his life is like after that, but we need... A big man who's going to be at least half of what Keta was to be able to compete in the Mount West Conference. If you get somebody who's at least half of what Keta was, I think that's okay. If you have somebody else that can elevate their game beyond what where they were a year ago or a new face that's a new dynamic player, you don't need to re- replace Keta with another Keta. Certainly, if you have that option, yeah, you take that. But that's those guys are, you know, they don't fall off of. Uh, out of the sky <laughs> for a program like Utah State every yeah. day. So it's uh, how they build the team next year without Keta there, another year without Sam Merrill, kind of remolding the team now. Um, that'll be interesting. I, I really like Raleigh. I really I like love Raleigh. Ashworth's going to grow. I, I like the, some of the younger guys there that had uh, great minutes. I think they need another shooter, more consistent shooter. Yeah. And uh, they they got to figure out what they're going to do in the post. 
9310. We need a baller on the team like a Shane Rector, someone who can get a look at the rim. See, and, and Anthony can get looks at the rim. He just can't finish. Yeah. he. We need him to finish have when he gets lift. there. Like, could you imagine how many points he would have and what his like percentage would be at the rim if he could finish? Be incredible. He gets great looks getting there. It's just, man, putting the ball in the hoop. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with 9310. Yeah, his his veteran leadership will be good. Oh, it'll be back. huge. It'll be yeah. huge. Okay, so, and, and I know we talked about it a little bit already, Bearstow. He kind of gets buried now with Shulga, Ashworth, Raleigh now there. Um, Marco is also there. Brock Miller is also there. Well, if Bear still sticks around, and I don't honestly don't blame him. I like, it's just if he can it's mold, too heavy. if he can mold his game to be somebody that could be the primary backup to Brock Miller, then I think he'd def- absolutely get playing time. So wait, okay. So if you had to look without Keta, without Fawns, give me your 2021 starting lineup for the basketball team. Uh, probably put have Dorius at the center. Justin Bean at the four. Um, Brock, Marco, and Raleigh. The only difference with the starting lineup is Nimi gone. Your starting lineup should mostly be the same next year. Yeah, more experienced. Dorius, Bean, Raleigh, Marco, and I have, I have Shulga starting ahead of Miller. I think Cody just shook his head, but I have I have I have Shulga starting ahead of Miller. I I just Miller and I agree. I I love Brock Miller and I love what he brings defensively to the team. It is awesome, but I need a guy who can score too. And I think Shulga could be that guy. And Shulga is not bad defensively either. He's going to get better. Brock is six foot five. Shulga six foot four. Barstow's six foot eight. That's why I know. Could, I know. If he I know. can improve that offensive game and not, but he's turned the ball over inadvertently. Man, with that length and his, and the, his handles, but, just but more I just feel like he digressed so much this year, Eric. I felt like turnover wise, awareness, self awareness on the court wise. Didn't have that swag and confidence that we saw in him last year. He was so sure of himself when he had the ball last year. And I didn't see it this season. And that's what scares me. Shulga has it. Ashworth definitely has it. Marco has it. I think Bearstow is is the one on the outside looking in right now. And I feel bad because I really, really like Bearstow a lot. You think Alfonso is done? Yeah, I do. Um, so he graduates this May. I He's think. a senior. Yeah, but he and but he gets that extra year year of eligibility left because he graduates this May. And from what I've been told, he doesn't have a girlfriend. I don't know how. I think he joked with Kyle one time, and the SID Kyle caught him and nearly scared him to death by saying that he's engaged. And Kyle comes like, well, "How did I not know about this?" And found out that it was. Fake, because we asked for a photo and he wouldn't show us one. <laughs> but um, so I don't know if he has a girlfriend. I don't know what his career is like after this. But if you have an extra year of eligibility and you know he's going to play, because he'd be a big vocal part of the team, wouldn't he? Starting lineup, maybe. I, I mean, does would he you change? put him in the starting lineup and bring Brock off the bench? That I would. Yeah, 
But then again, that would even bury Bearstow more than it already has. If Fonzo comes back, there's no way in the world he sees it. Nine three one five. Do we need to find a clutch, consistent three point shooter? I think we do, even if that's uh, algebra can do on offense. If that's all you can do on offense, yeah, a three point shooter would be nice. Right, Utah State was one of the not. They were not the worst, but they they were in the bottom tier in the NCAA in three point shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, they need to have. Uh, they need to have an outside shot. It's not necessarily Craig Smith's forte. It's not an emphasis. Like Wyoming, it's an emphasis. You have to be able to shoot the three. We're going to put up a lot of threes if you're in Wyoming. But Utah State has to have that as an option. They have to have it as a weapon. I agree. It's going to create so much more spacing for the other things that, that are going to happen down in the paint. By the way, you skipped over another one from 9315. Uh, hit me with the NCM. If Ajay's nickname is Jinxie, does that mean he's the president of a feline university? Yes, it does. Our mascot is the Catman. The Catman? Garfield, actually, is what we're doing. Garfield is our mascot. What did Cody do? How come you're always like giving looks of approval to Cody? But when I say something cool, you're like, all right, anyways, back to my original topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, hurts my feelings every time. Gave him an assignment and he came through. What did he? What does he have? He did the the net rankings assignment for us. Oh, he did. Yeah. How far off is he? Here, Cody, you you ran the numbers here. Turn your mic on. We're gonna turn his mic. Tell on? us what you found. All right. Don't screw up. Don't screw up. I say as my voice cracks, as I immediately you turn already screwed up. <laughs> So I had Cody looking at, because uh, this was a discussion from last hour, uh, which is the better conference, mm-hmm. the Mountain West or the West Coast? Because somebody said, are we okay with Utah State being a, 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 an above-average team in a, in a bad conference? And I kind of took issue. I don't think the Mountain West is a bad conference. But it got us to comparing which is the better conference, the West Coast or the Mountain West. And certainly with Gonzaga being such a top-flight team as they are, they're going to bring everybody else up just because Gonzaga is a one of the top net ranking teams in all of America, and certainly anybody that plays Gonzaga on their schedule just by having them on their schedule, it's going to raise them up as it is anyway. So that being said, I was curious to see what is the net average net ranking in the West Coast Conference, and then what does that average look like without Gonzaga included? Well, uh, I did the the numbers here without Gonzaga and San Diego State for both of the conferences right here, taking those out. And I also took out the outliers of the lowest ranking in each conference as well. Uh, It's interesting to note that the Mountain West averages a 113 net ranking and the West Coast Conference averages a 109. Um, (laughs) Very close. This proves my theory. (laughs) This proves your theory. Oh, by four spots. Calm down. (laughs) Um, the interesting thing, though, was we both have Air Force and New Mexico way down in the 350s, yeah. and I had to keep one of those for the Mountain West Conference. Yeah, so. and, and, uh, and I pointed that out. This may be a bad year to do that comparison because New Mexico is yeah. uh, not normally that San Jose low. State. <laughs> San Jose State, they're usually near yeah. the bottom. Air Force usually isn't as low as they are, no. but abnormally a uh, bad year for a couple of schools in the Mountain West. But uh, interesting. 
Yeah. So pretty similar then. Yeah, I wanted to clarify something. I was shaking my head at you, Ajay, not because I don't think that Shulgun deserves a spot, but I don't think that uh, I don't think that you're going to see Brock not in the starting lineup next year. So you think he'd be a starter? I think he's going to be a starter. I think that Shulga would be great Man. in the starting lineup. But. Your source, I like the matter of fact tone, I like it. Got a little bit of sauce. I, I, I think I have a, I have my sources. Like AJ, I have my sources, right? I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. That's good stuff. You are not not going to see Brock Miller in the starting lineup next year. I would tend to agree with that. Just with all of his experience under mm-hmm. Coach Smith, yeah, to have somebody with that much time on the court in big games in NCAA tournament conference tournament games if Brock Miller is still on the roster he'd be a starter I agree with that I don't know how many minutes he gets as a starter yeah depends on if he uh, if he's on then he's going to stay in there if he's not how quickly are they going to pull the trigger on him yeah I like him I'd like to hear from uh, uh, our listeners too it's a great thought by the way Cody I like that mm-hmm. um our Gil Mortgage text line, by the way, 435-339-0321. A, who's your starting lineup next year? B, what are you looking for in regards of recruiting or transfer portal to bring to the Aggie basketball team? Craig Smith is back. As far as we know, his staff is back. Um, so to our listeners, who's your starting lineup and who do you want to bring in from the recruiting slash transfer portal? Yeah, what are the bigger needs? Yeah, for the team. 435-339-0321 on our Gil Mortgage text line. Uh, speaking of transfer portal, Utah, University of Utah's uh, Riley Batten has entered the transfer portal. Wow. It's junior. I'd be kind of, hmm. I'm telling you, if Alex Jensen gets that job, and I think he will, I would get off that transfer portal immediately, unless you know you're not going to play. But that's an NBA talent coach who knows what he's doing. I would get myself back onto that team and stay there. Unless you know you're getting booted off for some weird reason. Riley Batten, a four star recruit out of Oak Park, California, six foot nine power forward. And uh apparently put his name in the transfer portal. All right, uh, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, let's get into the stat that blew our minds. Let's talk uh, maybe a little bit more specifically about the NCAA tournament. As uh, now the Sweet 16 is set, uh, I'm not going to bore you with the picks I got right, picks I got wrong. Because you got more wrong than I right. Hey, no, no. <laughs> everybody's brackets are busted. Not, well, no, are they? AJ needs his day in court. Mine are sexy <laughs> right now, Eric. Did you know? Um, Mine are there really was, good. There was like a girl, her name was what, Tiffany, uh, who was like the one lone person, I think this was Sunday night, who still had a perfect bracket. Uh, but she needed a few other things to happen to stay perfect, and I think she got three out of the four correct. But by the end of the night, um, her bracket was was busted as well. But still, to go through the first two rounds and have all but one correct, that's insane. That's impressive. That's a time traveler right there. Yeah. She has a gift. <laughs> she has a gift. She has a gift. Turn this mic off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next to the Full Court Press. Yes, more about the NCAA tournament, stat that blew our mind, our player of the week. And I'd love to continue to hear from you on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, right here on the Full Court Press. 
Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. Wanting to stay six feet away but needing information about Medicare? We can help. Are you getting the most out of your Medicare benefits? Let us make sense of all the fine print. In person, over the phone, or electronically, we can provide you the answers you need. Having a local agent to help you when issues or concerns arise makes all the difference. Call 752-9493 or visit our website at lssins.com. It's time to vote for the Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Best of Northern Utah. Vote every day through March 29th at bestofnorthernutah.com. Best of Northern Utah. Let your voice be heard and reward your favorite local businesses in and around Cache Valley. Best of Northern Utah. Vote now at bestofnorthernutah.com. It's the 2021 Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Vote now through March 29th. Best of Northern Utah. Do you need a good home power backup plan? Second Sun Solar has a home battery backup solution that helps you take control of the power around you. Control your energy consumption, power your home, and keep the lights on during emergencies. Second Sun Solar will install your system and help with tax credits. Act now and save $1,000 off on your purchase when you mention this ad. Call Second Sun Solar today at 435-363-9917 or online at utahsolardirect.com. Ask about a free battery with every solar panel installation job. When it's time for a new haircut, don't cut into your wallet. At New Horizons Beauty College, haircuts, color, highlights, pedicures, and manicures are far less expensive than going to a salon. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. You'll get a great look at a great price. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in the Clock Tower Plaza in Logan. This year, celebrate your anniversary with diamond jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Diamonds are a lasting gift and will be passed to future generations. When you shop our store, you'll enjoy a large selection of diamond bands, diamond pendants, and diamond earrings. Or perhaps this is the year to remount your diamond in a new one-of-a-kind wedding ring. Design it yourself and have one of our goldsmiths make the perfect ring. If you're in the market, come today. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Imagine your wedding day. Elegant, simple, yet stunning, stress-free. It's your day. It's all about you. Whether you want small and simple or a little more, the Riverwoods Conference Center will accommodate your every need. Choose the inside ballroom elegance or outside along the beautiful Logan River. A Riverwoods event planner works personally with you to make sure your event is exactly how you've envisioned it. And you can rest assured the Riverwoods Conference Center is following every guideline from the CDC and Health Department. Google Riverwoods Conference Center or call 750 5151. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the Full Court Press. Wow, that blew my mind. Yes, it's a Tuesday. That means we share the stat that blew our minds. And a lot of NCAA-related stats to get through. We'll also share uh, talk about our player of the week as well. But okay, start we're with need, the stat. We need to give credit to Cody Olson for doing all the work. Because you didn't do any work today, Eric. Not. I did. Not with this, I should say. Not me neither. So, uh, which one you pick, me? No. We no, don't you do go. That. 
because the second no, I say something, no, you whine there's 50 numbers on and this. jump up there's and down. There's 50 different stats on You this. stole my one. stat. Just pick one. The stat that blew my mind is non-NCAA related. Okay, hit me. It's with the Utah Jazz. Oh, crap. Don't. You're going to say, oh, that's what I was going to No, do. I won't. All right, Joe Ingles is on fire from beyond the arc. About time. In the last three games, he is 18 of 22 from the three-point line. No player in the NBA has shot better in a three-game span. He's shooting 82% from three. That is insane. It's about time he actually played well. He was like the Brock Miller of the Utah Jazz. Whoa, for so do long. not know. Yes. Uh, he absolutely. means so much to this team in so many different ways. For what? The coffee and comedy? Sure. Passing, pick and roll, Passing. initiating offense. It's not it's getting hard. in opponents' heads. Trash talking. He hasn't done trash talking forever because he knows he can't back it up anymore. Paul George owns him. All right, um Push off P. Push off P. <laughs> Pandemic piece is still my favorite one. <laughs> it's still the one that's the best one. All right. Um, so there's a couple here. Again, Cody did a lot of great work here. I need to give him credit for this. But the uh, – so Kansas Jayhawks get blown out by USC 85-51 last night. Uh, the 34-point loss for Kansas is the third worst loss in program history. The Jayhawks had only suffered an eight-point – or excuse me, eight 30-point losses in program history – both in the last one came in 14 versus Kentucky, 72 to 40. Speaking of that game, four Pac-12 teams had advanced to the Sweet 16 for the first time since 01. So the Pac-12 is now nine and one overall in this NCAA tournament. Best conference in the country. I'm saying it over and over again. Uh, there are uh, a lot of Pac-12 fans and media that follow and, and appreciate the Pac-12. Are definitely letting everybody know oh, yeah. that we're hyping the Big Ten. Yeah, how wrong they were because the Big Ten. Everybody's like, "Oh, the best conference. They should take. We should take more teams out of the Big Ten. And they have uh, certainly underperformed. Hey, Eric Luke Garza, um, a great basketball player. What makes him stand out ab- above? A Brandon Suggs of Gonzaga, even as Gonzaga is the best team in the country. What separates Luke Garza and what he's done over Suggs? Why Whoa. is he so great? I don't get it. Well, that's a tough one because I like I know both he's a, players. I know, he's the, I know he's the all-time leading scorer in Iowa school and Iowa University basketball history, right? Um, the 36 that he had, I think, yesterday. Yeah, 36 four, in a losing effort. He went 14 of 20 in field goals, which is actually pretty incredible. Over the last 20 years, only the other player to do or to hit 70% of his shots with a minimum shot attempt of 20 in the NCAA tournament was Blake Griffin, who also went 14 to 20 in a round of 32 and 09. Um, that's according to Elias Sports Bureau. But I, I don't get it. I don't get what's so great about Luke Garza compared to Suggs, who I think is more, um, uh, geez, uh, diverse, just. He can do so much more with the ball, without the ball. Suggs, Suggs is definitely more of an NBA-ready player. Yeah. In my mind. But Luca Garza is just a classic, great college basketball player. Passionate. I'm not saying 
Suggs isn't, but when you watch him play, he's just doing whatever he can to help his team win. Well, is there a player that doesn't do that? Uh, no, but look, here's a in the way that he does it at a very high level, rebounding, scoring, helping his teammates around him. Yeah, I. I mean, look, he's a great basketball player, without a doubt. I don't know if he's. I mean, I don't know if he's a first round pick. But if if you're considered one of the great basketball players in the NCAA, you should be a top ten pick. And from all, all the projections I see, he's not even the top twenty. Um, so what am I missing? But look, the the college game. There are different aspects of the college game than they are in the NBA game. NBA values things differently than college coaches do. Just the way that the game is played. Uh, I think we've seen this multiple times. Somebody can have a good college career and it not translate at all in the NBA. Sure. So if we look at um, uh, I'm going to look at the players of the year in the last 10 years, all right? So um, in 2020, it was O.B. Toppin. In 19, it was Zion Williamson. In 18, it was Jalen Brunson. 17, it was Frank Mason. Yeah, this, this is actually proving your point. 16, Buddy Hill. 15, Frank Kaminsky. 14, Doug Dermott, 13, Trey Burke, 12, Anthony Davis, 11, Jimmer Fredette, and 10, Evan Turner. So out of the last 10 years of basketball, one, Probably two, one, less than one three. hand. <laughs> three guys exist in the NBA. That are doing anything of note. In that the are NBA. doing anything of note. Yeah. Anthony Davis, Buddy Hill, and Zion Williamson. Yep. Wow. I mean, some of those guys are still in the league, but they're not like, big contributors. Seriously, though, like, look at this list in so one, right? I'll go back. Oh, one, Shane Battier, two, Jason, or excuse me, Jay Williams, three, TJ four, uh, Ford, four, Jameer Nilton, five, Andrew Bogut, six, JJ Reddick, seven, Durant, eight, Hansborough, and nine, Blake Griffin. So even that list, Griffin, Durant, Reddick, and I'll even put Jameer Nilton, four, four guys. So that looks at like seven guys in the last 21 years who have actually been relevant in the NBA. You can Rebel be a great college basketball player and not do anything in the NBA. It's just how the game is played. Uh, it's a slower game. It's a more methodical game. Um, coaches are more in control of the college game. Players have more freedom in the NBA. That's crazy. And then, like, if you look at 2000 and before, Kenya Martin, Elton Brand, Antoine Jameson, Tungan, Camby, Joe Smith. Glenn Robinson, like the names from 2000, from 81 to 2000. That's a lot a lot more more effective in the NBA than the list from 2001 to now. But those were also guys who they had time to develop and be more of a contributor in the college game. Yeah. That's, huh. So an NBA team was getting a known product when they drafted those guys. Uh, a couple of the things that, that jump out. Um, we, we get back to Gonzaga. Yeah. They are on a tear. Oh, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, it's incredible what they're doing. Outscored their first two opponents by a total of 59 points. Largest margin of victory through two games since Florida outscored its first two foes by a total of 60 points 
in the 2012 NCAA tournament. All right, so Eric, what was the bigger upset for you? What was the big upset for me? I'm going to go ahead and go with, oh man, this one's hard. Because, I mean, Albany Christian beating Texas is pretty bonkers to me. Uh, I, I think the Oral Roberts one was me. The See, one. I'm with the Oral. Uh, yeah, I'm with you on Oral Roberts. Okay, who's the most surprising team with a run into the Sweet 16 for you? Uh, probably Loyola Chicago. Uh, See, it shouldn't be a surprise, but I w- I didn't think that <clears throat> they would have the same level of success like they did a few years ago. Oregon surprised me. Oregon being where they're at now is really surprising. I know they got that bye versus VCU because the unfortunate COVID positive test, but. Uh, the way they handled Iowa was really, really impressive. So, I mean, Oregon being in the Sweet 16 is 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 pretty incredible. So, what your, your uh, Sweet 16 matchups are? Uh, who is it, man? They got Gonzaga versus the Creighton. Yeah, Creighton. USC will play Oregon. Uh, Michigan gets FSU. That'll be a great game, actually. UCLA plays UConn. Right? No, they play Bama. Right. Yep. So UCLA plays Bama. That'll be a good one. Baylor gets it, – it's not Purdue, is it? Who is it? Baylor versus – Baylor versus Wisconsin. Oh, that's going to be a blowout. Baylor's going to kill them. Arkansas and Oregon. Sorry. No, sir. It's Baylor versus Villanova. Say, I'm looking at the wrong line there. Oh, it's Nova? Yeah, it's Baylor versus Villanova. Oh, good for Jay Wright. Uh, Arkansas and Oregon. I hate Eric Musselman, dude. But, dude, he's got a solid team. Uh, it's Arkansas and Oral Roberts, actually. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, OR. Sorry, Oral Roberts. Um, Loyola Chicago versus Oregon State. Look, wow. that that's a team that thought, okay, How did Oregon State get great in there? run in the Pac-12 tournament. They played their way into the NCAA, and they have not lost any momentum whatsoever. Taking down Tennessee and Oklahoma they State, they could be an Elite Eight team. I think they they're a great matchup for Loyola. Syracuse and Houston is going to be interesting too. Syracuse could be in the Elite Eight. Oh, I will be cheering for Houston. Why? All what is day, your every day. Just not a Syracuse fan. Uh, UCLA, Jordy, go on the East bracket. Uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. UCLA and Alabama. Uh, Michigan and Florida State. I think you already said those. Yep. So I got UCLA but, beating Bama, by the way. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I like UCLA over Bama. Um, maybe. I mean, Alabama, I don't know that they've been really tested. No. Maryland was questionable if they should even be there. Yes, they beat UConn to advance, but Alabama kind of made them look silly. How, uh, are you surprised with the way UCLA handled BYU? A little bit. Me too. I thought BYU would put up a better fight. I thought they'd actually win. Look, those six eleven matchups were really kind of under. Yeah, they're feisty, aren't they? Underperforming, underwhelming, I should say. Um, just and most of them were just really big defensive games. San Diego State struggled with their defense against Syracuse. Utah State struggled with the defense from Texas Tech. BYU struggled with UCLA's defense. But. What surprised me, too, was all the blowouts yesterday. Yeah, there was a ton of them, weren't there? We're not even Not close. a lot of close games. Oregon looked great, as we talked about. Oregon looked really, really good. Gonzaga, they benefited from not having a first round. They had extra Yeah, they had a chance to, to scout. scout. Gonzaga looks unbeatable. Honestly, Gonzaga looks so... And, and they've got a bracket that really favors them. 
I mean, they get the winner of – if they beat Creighton, which they probably should, they get the winner of USC and Oregon, Eric. To go to the Final Four, they get the winner of USC and Oregon. Now, we've already talked about before that it's about getting hot at the right time, but Gonzaga's been hot the whole entire season, so I don't know what you're going to do with a team like that. True, but I mean, look what USC did to Kansas. Kansas isn't that good, though. I thought they were overrated. I had them losing. Eric, I had them losing to USC. <laughs> but did you have them losing by 34 no, points? No, okay, no, but it doesn't ask you to predict the scores. No, it's true. Thank goodness. Yeah, how about USC shooting? How about the Pac-12 three-point shooting? Like, you're talking about Joe Ingles. USC, Oregon... UCLA, Oregon State, all playing really, really good basketball. Uh, Colorado, uh, who did they play again? Colorado got just obliterated by uh, uh, FSU. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But uh, still, give credit to the uh, the Pac-12, 9-1. and one. Right now. And you look at the other conferences, how they're doing. Um, Summit League, they're 2-0. and uh, Pac-12 is 9-1. Missouri Valley, they're 3-1. and Big East, 4-2. and American Conference, 2-1. and West Coast, they're 2-1. and uh, let's go to the SEC. Look at the power conferences. SEC, they're six and four. Big Twelve, seven and six. Um, and then you have to drop down to the Big Ten. They're six and seven. ACC, four and five. Not really a good year for traditional powers. No. But the, unfortunately, the Mountain West they are zero and two. Not a good year for the Mountain West either. Uh, da, 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 da. Pac-12 Conference of Champions. Where's Bill Walton? That's what John Russell texted in. <laughs> Did you see Bill Walton? Like, I don't know what it was. There's a Twitter video of him taking off his shirt and then changing into another shirt or something like that live on. I don't know how David Pash does it. Like, I'm David Pash, and you are Bill Walton on this radio show, I feel like. Your new nickname is Bill Walton. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric. You've earned it. Wow. Wow. That's uh, that's saying something. Uh, the other thing, too, that's kind of cool about this Sweet 16 is how many double-digit seeds there are. Yeah. Big fan of that. Yeah, me too. Wait, are you, though? Okay, actually, yeah, no, well, I on. like, are you know we? what? If, if the team that I'm following because isn't going to make it, then I'm I'm cheering for the upset. You want to see crappy? I want to go for the You want to see crappy basketball? No, I don't want to see Because that's basketball. what you get with double-digit seeds. Not necessarily. You get crappy basketball. Higher seeds, you get great basketball with great talent on the court. Crappy seeds, you get guys who are not wanted, who were in high school. I think it, this year it illustrates just how difficult it is to try to figure out really how good teams are. It's a very little non-conference for anybody. With conference play, who really played... A, a decent schedule with cancellations and makeup games and everything else. It's really hard here to predict who really is good and who isn't. But there are at least four double-digit seeds in the Sweet 16. It's the third time that's happened. Oral Roberts is a 15 seed. Oregon State is a 12. Syracuse is an 11. UCLA is an 11. 
Okay, so who gets further? Oral Roberts or Oregon State? Who advances, Oral Roberts or Oregon State? Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Oregon State probably has a better chance. Okay, UCLA or Syracuse? Uh, let's see, UCLA is facing Alabama. Syracuse is facing Houston. Um, both of those are 11 versus 2. Interesting. I'd probably I'd probably go with UCLA. You just hate Syracuse. That's the only reason why you're choosing it. <laughs> Let's be honest with uh, each other. That transparent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we got to take another break here in the full court press. So when we come back, uh, player of the week. We'll talk about who stood out to us in their play of the last week, and the Utah Jazz uh, coming home after a five game road trip. How did they do? Uh, they're, what, six games from the break, back from the break. How are the Jazz looking so far? And uh, what's coming up next for the Utah Jazz? That's coming up right next here on the Full Court Press. The Cash Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show, presented by Henderson Seed and Garden. This Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Ice Center in North Logan. Friday, 10 to 8, Saturday, 9 to 6. This year's show is bigger than ever with hundreds of local businesses helping to make your home and yard look better than ever. Free parking, easy access, and so many ideas at this year's Cash Valley Home and Garden Show. This Friday and Saturday at the Eccles Ice Center. Don't miss this year's show. Hi. This is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? Call ARS. There's no reason to wheeze and sneeze while around dogs and cats. The Allergy Clinic, located in the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence next to the Bank of Utah, have an extremely aggressive treatment for dog and cat allergies. Get the help you need and stop avoiding friends' and relatives' homes just because of their pets. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time clinic to test and address all your allergy concerns. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. The Cache Valley Allergy Clinic, with two locations inside the Cache Valley Hospital and now in Providence. Call 753-7880. That's 753 there's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castalite.com. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. It's time to vote for the Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. 
Best of Northern Utah. Vote every day through March 29th at bestofnorthernutah.com. Best of Northern Utah. Let your voice be heard and reward your favorite local businesses in and around Cache Valley. Best of Northern Utah. Vote now at bestofnorthernutah.com. It's the 2021 Best of Northern Utah presented by Thermo Fisher. Vote now through March 29th. Best of Northern Utah. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. That's right, with the Best of Northern Utah. No, you got to say it right. Bestofnorthernutah.com. No, you got it. You've got to say it with that same ringtone thingamajigger. Do R- it. Ringtone? Do, Do the jingle. Ringtone thingamajigger? Jingle. Do it. Come on, Eric. You can vote on who you think are the best at what they do. Bestofnorthernutah.com. Make sure you make your vote be known uh, every day. And you can vote, continue to vote until March 29th. You can vote up to, uh, you can cast up to 10 votes in 10 different categories once a day, every day, between now and March 29th. Make sure you get on there and let your voice be heard. Hey, Eric, we uh, got our Gill Mortgage text line. It's been kind of quiet in the hour here. You know, Gill Mortgage. Uh Sponsoring our text line. By the way, Gil Mortgage, along with Karen Nilton, have been serving cash value for 20-plus years. And the Karen Nilton team at Gil Mortgage has extensive experience, wide-ranging knowledge, and overwhelming dedication towards their customers. I love Gil Mortgage. They're a great team. Great people are Julie, Karen, Amanti. They're uh, they're a good group over there. So 435-339-0321. Text in. It's been quiet, Eric. Let's, let's talk some Boise State basketball. They're in the NIT. <laughs> Um, I had them win in the NIT. I think they're going to beat Memphis soundly. Let's not do that. And say Come that on. We did. Come on. We need to do our player of the week. No one cares about the player of the week. There was like two of them. The Tuesday feature. We have I to do it. I swear, if you pick George Yang, I'm leaving. It's written in the law. And what the crap was that tweet about yesterday? Hey. You don't need to be pointing take out. Take a look, man. No, don't. Look. Tony Bradley. Joel Embiid has been hurt. So the Philadelphia 76ers have inserted... Tony Bradley, former and, jazz man, and into sucks. the starting lineup, and they've been very happy with his production. Production? Yes. Yeah, he's, Tony Bradley and production don't belong in the same sentence. He's helping his team win basketball games. Oh, just because he's the fifth man on the court. He's a starter. He's the fifth man on the court. Tony, go out there and try not to screw it all up for us. Give the ball to Reddick and get the heck out of the way. Sixers or- have won eight of the last ten. They're the number one team in the East. Tony Bradley is starting on the number one team in the East. Oh, don't. Oh, jeez. You bag on Tony Bradley. I do. It's because he was such a waste of money. Uh, my player of the week is Rudy Gobert. Speaking of centers, one that currently plays for the Jazz. Uh, he had an amazing game last night. Almost got that triple-double in Chicago. Um, last night, he was phenomenal. Uh, he uh, contested 32 shots by the Chicago Bulls. That's the second most in his career. Why Chicago continued to go at him is beyond my knowledge. Didn't someone say that yesterday in the post game? Yeah, Donovan. Donovan did? <laughs> it's like, I don't know why they kept going at him. But 32 contested shots. Uh, the Bulls went 12 of 32 
for 37.5% effective field goal percentage. Nine block shots. Really, he got 10, but the ball went in, so they don't count it. But, uh, and yes, that game alone was phenomenal, but he's been really good uh, for the last week, um, and uh, he's my player of the week. I like it. I like it. Hey, my player of the week is actually a team. Dude, Albany Christian. Abilene Christian? Yes. That's what I said. Uh, the Christian team beating Texas and downing the Big 12 into just deep sorrow, especially Longhorn Nation and Shaka. Dude, I'm telling you, like, that crowd is just up and down with Shaka. They love the guy. They hate the guy. They love the guy. They want to fire the guy. I mean, it is. There is no gray area. Did I hear it right? He has not won a first-round game since he's been the head coach at Texas? Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Yeah, you want to talk about expectations? Like, you know, Craig Smith here doesn't want to win a first-round game. Oh, we haven't done it in 20 years. Who cares? Texas doesn't win a first-round game in three years, and it is like the world is on fire, and they need help. Um, But Albanini Christian, um, just beating Texas – uh, and the way they did it, too, just run and gun. I mean, they just did whatever they wanted to offensively. Oh, it, was, it was not run and gun. Albany Christian it? Abilene Christian was slow. and I mean, they took every possession down to the last few seconds of the clock. Am I thinking of the right game? It was that was a low-scoring game. It was a low-scoring game. They created a lot like- of turnovers for Texas, but the— they uh they weren't I don't know that I'd classify them as run and gun. Well Fetch, okay, never mind. We're not doing my player of the game then. <laughs> I swear that was it. Maybe I was thinking of the wrong game. I'm just glad they beat Texas. I just think that's so great. I love when Texas loses. So is that like me when I like to see Syracuse lose? No, that's different because you have like a vendetta versus Syracuse for no reason. Uh, the final score was fifty-three to fifty-two in Texas and Abilene Christian. So nine seven seven. I don't know what you're talking about with run and gun. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Al Albellini. Maybe it's <laughs> Maybellini. AJ twenty twenty one. Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. That was a tagline jingle. It was. Yeah, it was. I never heard that. Was that on a commercial or something? You see them everywhere. You may own one. In fact, you may be wearing one right now. A t-shirt printed by The Logo Shop. The Logo Shop's been around 30 years and printed over a million shirts. Have them custom print your shirts. For businesses, teams, clubs, groups, family reunions, The Logo Shop screen prints t-shirts, custom embroiders golf shirts and outerwear. The Logo Shop could put your logo on anything, from pens and water bottles to travel bags and coolers. See more at WeLogoStuff.com. The Logo Shop. We logo Stuff. The Logo Shop. Well, I was driving across town when my car got down, started lurching and trying to die. Well, luckily there was a shop, and when it struggled to a stop, a nice fella met me right outside. I said, man, something's wrong. What the heck is going on? He said, I tell you this, I got no doubt. You just relax, and don't you worry. We can fix it in a hurry, because your car is what we're all about. At Cash Valley Auto Care, all the experts are under one roof. So if it's not running right, chances are we can fix it. Cash Valley Auto Care, behind Home Depot on 200 East, 1175 North. When you need home medical equipment, travel no further. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. We have some big news. We just opened a brand new location in Draper, just east of I-15. 
Our new store is staffed with professionally trained respiratory therapists, a full inventory, and only the highest quality products. At Alpine Home Medical, we accept most major insurances. So come see us today. You're our number one priority. Or visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com. This is Jeff John, head golf professional at Logan River Golf Course. On behalf of myself and my entire staff here at Logan River, I would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the golf course and of golf in general. As a thank you, we'd like to extend the 2020 Punch Pass sale prices through March 2021. Regular Punch Passes will be on sale for $250, Senior Passes for $210. Season Range Passes and Season Golf Passes are also on sale. Come down and pick up your pass today. Logan River Golf Course. Play well, play fair, play fast. Here's Chad Norton, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. With warmer temperatures and no snow on the ground, green grass might be here sooner than ever. We are excited to offer a new two-service soil enrichment program to improve water retention, reduce compaction, stimulate root growth, and increase nutrient and fertilizer uptake, resulting in a healthier lawn this summer. Sign up early and get the second service half off. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the Lawn Doctor at 753-LAWN or go to LawnDoctorCashValley.com. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Eric Franson, Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. A-A-577 text in the Gil Mortgage text line. Is Craig Smith going to leave us? Nope. Not for a while. Not this year. I'd say not next year either. Uh, there was a lot of chatter that Minnesota may be targeting him, but uh, they named their next guy. Took Brian Johnson from Xavier to be their next head Dude, coach. Some of those Minnesota fans were not happy with that hire. Uh, still vacancies at Utah, Marquette, Indiana for notable programs. I think Utah's got to whittle down to two. I don't know where Marquette stands. I don't know where Indiana stands. Craig, like, Craig Smith's not going to Indiana. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to go there. They're looking for something much more, what would you call it, richer, I guess, in regards of a hire. Celebrity hire? Yeah, who do they look at? Like, who, do you know, have you heard of anybody names that Indiana? Oh, you know, I really haven't. I haven't watched that. It's kind, of, it's kind of quiet, isn't it? Like, you don't hear, so maybe they are waiting for, like, a loyal Chicago guy that, you know, maybe they want to grab him. That'd be a great hire, too. I mean, he's been at the LC since 2011. He's had a Final Four run. He's back in the Sweet 16. That's that's not a bad option. He's in Chicago. It's true. It's a really good hire if you can snag him. I think they're waiting for that guy to get out. But bottom line, Craig Smith's not leaving this year. Uh, he'll be back. And another opportunity to, to build a team, to get to the NCAA tournament again, to try to get a win in the NCAA tournament. Not easy to do. Hasn't been done at Utah State for 20 years. Uh, a sizable amount of that roster coming back next year. But still are some significant pieces that need to be addressed for the Aggies. Keta, not likely to be back. Alfonso Anderson, he is a senior. He has an option to come back, but will he? I don't know. Uh, will the under, other players who didn't get as much playing time as they thought they deserved, will they transfer? Again, don't know. Too early to tell. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of uh, experience coming back for Utah State next year. Yep, absolutely. Uh, 75877, 
Uh, don't you think we need to recruit better? It's a big question on everybody's mind. Do they need to recruit better? Um, I think Craig Smith's been a pretty good recruiter. I think it's just who are you going after? Yeah. Well, and I think rotation. We talked about that, right? Using your bench. I mean, you got these great players. Let's use them. Right. We, 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 we banked on our starting lineup way too much during that tournament, during the Mount West Conference tournament and the NCAA tournament game. Take advantage of fresh legs. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a difference. Yep. Uh, Utah Jazz uh, went on this uh, East Coast road trip. Uh, started off kind of shaky, but uh, won their last two. So they come home with a 3-2 and two record from being on the road. Uh, how do you feel about the Jazz coming home after this uh, East Coast road trip? Really, the the big, the last big road trip that they will have for the rest of the year. What did they finish on that road trip again? Three and two. Yeah, a couple of losses were disappointing. Um, that they probably shouldn't have had. I'm glad they came out with a winning record. That's good. But now you're favored in the final 16 of the 20 games. You need uh, so they need to go better than 20 and 10. They need to have a record better than 20 and 10. 